Hello and welcome back to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast with Brant Pasalakwa, founder of the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation School. In this podcast, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive into the show. So the space that is occupied by the central channel is um, a whole bunch of areas that represent and contact us with all the aspects of ourselves. And what some yogis from a long time ago figured out is that if we can maintain awareness across the whole channel, then we can see all the parts of ourselves. And then there's a lot to say after that. But if you look at it um, from the perspective of the Spandarakita, just um, more of a tantric kind of view, um, what it really helps us with is, is um, I guess you could say, opposing our limited desire. So there's this concept of of desire in those streams and in more tantric Kashmiri kind of yogas, um, desire is good because <laughs> it's the thing that carries us and drives us, right? Without desire, there's no babies <laughs> and it kind of stems out from there, right? Um, but um, there's an issue, and the issue is that our awareness and our consciousness and our minds like to, and you could say your ego, like, likes to focus in on certain desires and not others. Um, and that's because some of them are more sort of short-term <laughs> pleasant, like sugar, you know, or anything like that. Um, and so when you're going up and down the central channel, when we look at it would be, you know, you could see how it's like a lot easier. You might've had this experience. Like most people don't, aren't like, oh, I'm just connected. I'm totally connected up and down the channel. There's, there's no place where it's harder or easier. It's usually not like that because um, your mind's used to kind of avoiding certain areas of yourself and energetically um, that plays out along the central channel. So these practices we do, which are a few in the course, and there's lots of practices like this where you're kind of getting with the central channel, um, are really designed to help you, you know, be more broad, you know, help your mind, I should say, be more broad in its awareness capabilities um, so it doesn't get kind of locked down. And that kind of thinking and practice is something that should probably go on in our practices forever because no matter how advanced you get, you are going to like some things more than others as you might've noticed in other aspects of your life. 
Um, so in yoga, yoga, we talk about it as attachment and aversion. Um, but what the tantric masters are really trying to get you to do is to really see how every kernel and morsel and possibility of your awareness um, is important because your base desire is to know yourself completely. There's a, there's a drive there to truly feel and really experience everything, even though it doesn't always feel that way. So it's yeah, another way to say that is what, what we really want is everything. <laughs> we want everything. And then our ego's like, nah, I don't want everything. I just want like this one person and this one food and this one car and this one job and this one. It just starts like cutting it up into like smaller and smaller pieces. And this is, for me, this is a real passion of mine. Like this is like a, the real juice of my personal, This maybe it's just where I'm at. So it's like, you know, it's a little me moment, which I don't usually do, but my me moment is understanding this completely. Like understanding how each relationship and each thing that we desire so much is a conduit to understanding yourself more, but that's all it is. So it's not the thing we're going after it's what it's, it's the expansion we can get from it. And just because it seems like that one thing, food, person, right, is the really important piece, it's not, right? It doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. It's just the understanding that we are expanding from that relationship from that artichoke heart, <laughs> like whatever it is, it doesn't matter, right? It's just like the new dishwasher you really like. It could be anything, right? It could be anything, but it's all limited desire. So um, in the Spender Kita recommend Daniel Odier's um, like he, he talks about that, I think it was probably around Sutra 6 to, starts talking about that. It's in the beginning, so sutras six to eight or nine, if you're interested in that theory. Um, it's got really nice flowery language. It's just the way I like that translation. It's just kind of fun. Um, and it's a very subtle, hard practice to maintain because, of course, you're always going to want you know certain things <laughs> and not others. Um, but But what the teachings are asking you to do is see how expansive you can make your intellectual part of yourself too and understanding that you actually want everything you want the dark you want you want to face your demons and you want to have the really awesome stuff and you want money and you actually don't mind being poor like all together <laughs> right all together you know that money doesn't matter and you also want all the money that's a better way to say it right like all the money would be nice and you also know that like deep down it doesn't really matter because you're not gonna take your money with you so why are you so obsessed on money would be one way to look at it but the other way to look look at it would be where is the expansion in this pursuit like how can i engage I'll use money for an example. How do you, how can I engage with making money in a way that 
keeps my mind and consciousness open and keeps me understanding that desire is endless. And what the Tantra people say is that endless desire is your surfboard to enlightenment. What the classical yoga say is don't look at the, the endless desire. Just don't look at it. It's too complicated. We're going to do it a different way. So neither of them is wrong, right? It's just, in my view, it's my meditation circle today. So I'm <laughs> right in my view, um, getting away from desire is, is harder because it's so strong. And the biggest place you see it is the fact that they ask monks to be celibate so they get out of that thing and not have children so they get out of that thing because they know, and it's in the text, they know if you have a kid, your desire to say like protect your child or <laughs> you know what I mean, whatever is going, I mean, how are you gonna get out of that? You can, but it's so difficult that it's actually easier to accept all these parts of ourselves. This is how I see it as a householder. Householder being just someone who's not a monk, right? <laughs> is you don't need a house or anything. But <laughs> you know, this is the way to go because um or at least some sort of combination of the two approaches, but this has to be in your thinking somewhere where like everything I want is okay. I just have to understand where this want is coming from. And the want is coming from trying to expand so large that I see everything and experience everything fully. And I guess the way I'll end it is like in such a relaxed manner that I can fully take it in and allow space for other things to come in too. And usually when we get in trouble, it's because we are gripping with that desire and we're not allowing other things to come in. So the obvious example of that is you fall in love with somebody and you decide that that person is now your partner and then you're gonna grip that idea. And then your partner becomes a horrible person. They're, um, you know, imprisoning small children for fun. They're just like the most awful person ever. And yet you've decided that being attached to this person is so important that you're not, and that like, you know, that in its various forms happens all the time, right? Instead of being open to what's actually happening. So that's where you might see it in relationship. And there's much smaller versions of that. Most people's partners don't start imprisoning small children, but like we will, we will condense it instead of just saying, this is just part of the surf, right? My surf to enlightenment. And then the way you get around the problem of like, yeah, but I, you know, I like my partner is it's a choice. It's freedom, right? It's not that this is the most important thing. It's something I'm choosing to do. You know, and I have certain desires that come up within that, but they're not my only desires because they're really just all part of my like infinite, infinite desire set. I said it was the last thing, but probably important to point out is like, this is why people end up doing like things that don't make sense. Like, um, like greed, right? People who make $500 million and then do crazy things to make more money 
it's because the, the desire is infinite. It's not going to stop, but they haven't like pulled back and relaxed into it and realized it. So even really greedy, horrible people who are all about that, you know, we can look at them with some compassion and understanding because we do it too. It's just might not be with that particular thing or you might not be skilled enough to have the $500 million, right? <laughs> but the point is like, they're just like, it got condensed and they can't see what's outside it. They don't have teachings, they don't have a practice. And so the desire just keeps on the limit and it's limited, but it's being fueled by the infinite. And that's why we do so many things we don't want to do. So breathing from your root to your ajna <laughs> is a practice to help you understand that us, to understand that, um, that our desire has all these things and, and all these pieces to it. And that looking or getting at the darkness is as important as look, getting at the light. And this is a very easy way to do it compared to some other things I might suggest, like going into your darkest, like that's, those are practices too, but, but breathing from your root to your, um, to your Ajna is like, I don't know, it feels like a small ask of all the things we can do to like complete our, you know, get out of our ego. And Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Please subscribe, rate and review our show and help us share yoga therapy with more people around the world. If you think this episode will help someone you know, feel free to share it with them. If you love yoga therapy and meditation, you can follow us over on Instagram at breathingdeeplyyoga, where we share anything and everything to help you advance your understanding of yoga therapy and meditation. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com. See you in the next episode.